Lose the Cape podcast, episode 84. Good morning on what is hopefully a beautiful Monday morning. It's rainy and yucky right now where I'm at, but actually it's a good thing because it's been really stinking hot the last week or two and I keep forgetting to water the yard. So God took care of that for me tonight, which I greatly appreciate. So today's episode, it starts out a little bit strangely because we were having a a fun conversation and I decided to leave part of that at the beginning before we introduced Diana. Um, but it's uh, one in our Live Bravely series, and it's it's a doozy. So I, I want to prepare you before you go into it. Now, you know, Aubrey and I, we like to we like to laugh, right? So we never let anything get too heavy, but we did interview Diana Collins, who is an amazing, amazing woman. And um, she lost her best friend to suicide. Uh, Her best friend was suffering from postpartum depression. Diana also suffered from postpartum depression and admits to us in the show that she also attempted um, to kill herself and has been suicidal and is still working through that. And in fact, she even admitted to us when we were interviewing her that she had had thoughts of hurting herself that day as before we got I can't even speak I'm so like flabbergasted I just re-listened to this whole episode and it's she had even thought about killing herself that day and she told us that this interview actually was helping her feel better so it's such a postpartum depression suicide it's mental health awareness week and month I'm sorry month and there's such important topics and we as moms really need to look out for each other on this one uh her best friend Sabrina was her also her best mom friend the one she relied on when she was having struggles as a mom and now she's not there for her and there are way too many moms who don't get the help that they need when they're suffering through something of this nature. I hope that you'll listen to the whole episode. I hope that you'll check out Diana's resources. She's got some fantastic things going on, great ideas on how we can improve the lack of resources to train moms about postpartum depression and signs to look for when it's getting really bad. And she's just, she's a beautiful person. Thank you so much, Diana, for living bravely, for sharing your story with us, for sharing Sabrina's story with us, and for just being you. You're amazing. It is good. Waco is a really good mixture of it. See, whenever you say Waco, all I can ever think about is David Koresh. Shut up. I know. (laughs) Hey, I went to school with those kids. Like, it's literally about 15 miles from my house, the Branch Davidian compound. Yes. Totally remember seeing him pick them up. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, we yeah, it is so crazy. Wow. I think of the games. So I well, yes, Chip and Joanna. Yeah, we are. Um, oh, the, oh, oh, the I, fixer I upper. Yeah, yeah those we don't people. follow it. Hey, those I thought people. she said the gangs. I was like, what gangs? Oh, the gangs. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> this the area doesn't blood. have to. <laughs> oh. We don't. Yes, no. Um, we don't have too many gangs that I know of. <laughs> that you know of. All right. Yeah, well, but the gangs are yeah, very the gains, popular here. Yes. Yes, you keep telling me. All right, ladies, let's get serious here. We have not introduced 
Diana yet. And so I don't know why I want to call you Denise. Um, we were just discussing about how tired we both are this morning. We both have kids that are sick and it's like, uh, I'm in, I'm in mommy mode. All right, let's get this rocking and rolling. So today we have Diana Collins, who is a wife to a wonderful man, mommy to two beautiful girls. And she loves to shine the light for moms who are in the darkness. She recently went through postpartum depression, PPD, and lost her best friend to suicide from PPD. I'm so sorry. That is oh, like, I you. went through postpartum depression too, and I can, it just hurts my heart. Yeah. Uh, she felt that this was her calling to help other moms that are struggling and has learned so much from the process and no mom is ever alone. So, wow, what a, what a mission. And I mean, I don't know how much you know about Aubrey and myself, but um, we actually connected over grief. <laughs> <laughs> so we try to keep it light, but the fact yeah. of the matter is she runs a comfort um, care uh, company because she had a friend who, um, she watched several friends lose babies, and oh. I started a uh, support group for grieving moms, or a support nonprofit actually for grieving moms after I lost my two-day-old infant. So we have. But um, I just have to put a disclaimer. <laughs> yes, we do. But I have to say something really exciting. My best friend who um did she have her baby she had her baby <laughs> sorry, yes. I'm sorry you did it's okay she had her baby Monday you and she's six pounds five ounces yes her name is um Lacey Rain r-a-y-n-e because she is their rainbow baby so I I've just been crying all week <laughs> You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> oh. Oh. I was already crying earlier today. Oh no! Oh, oh it was no. just a mommy moment. So you know those mommy moments make you kind of tear up a little bit. But uh, yeah, anyway. we get that. We're we're yeah. crying for different mommy moment reasons over here. With yes, sickness yes. and fevers, and oh. they better not get me sick because I'm leaving for France on Friday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So I, that. Yeah. I thought she already left so no well i was supposed to go in february and we had to reschedule the trip yeah. due to other um family things so yeah. yeah i'm finally leaving friday it's gonna happen and i'm gonna be this healthy. friday yes like two days from now <laughs> By the time this airs, I'll already be back and I'll be hopefully telling wonderful stories about my healthy trip. <laughs> but anyway, all right, we are so far off topic. So let's yes. talk about you, Diana. All right. Um, tell us about your story first. Yeah, well, I mean, I love the intro. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but where do I start? I, I'm only 28 or I'm turning 28 this year and... I kind of went through life. I went to college after I kind of did the whole, you know, go to college or graduate high school, go to college, get a job, get married, have kids. And in the midst of all that, I kind of just forgot myself. Mm. Um, eventually, you know, I had kids and I had to drop out of college and I had that guilt sit on me like an elephant on your chest thinking that you should go to college. You need to finish and get a degree. And and then I lost my best friend. And then I had postpartum depression and I was grieving and I'm sitting here thinking, what am I going to do? My heart hurts. Everything hurts. Emotionally, I feel like there's days, I mean, I became suicidal. Mm -hmm. um, 
and there's I still struggle today. That, I mean, just even today, to be honest with you guys, and I, I'm an open book, but just today I, I had thoughts of committing suicide. Um, and I don't mean to make it dark, but it was... I know my family means well, but it gets hard when you try to explain to them that you're an entrepreneur and you work from home. And like I said, I know my family means well, but it's hard for them to realize that I don't just stay at home. I actually work. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I started getting that way. And, you know, I try to call my husband. I was on the phone with him earlier today and let, let it be known, ladies, I think just being here today has helped me. (laughs) Okay. I am so going to be a, just a hot mess in a second. Like trying to keep the tears back, just so you know, Aubrey and I try to laugh a lot because that's oh, the only yes. way we make it through life. So I, I hope that doesn't laugh. offend you. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but no, let's make it. You guys making me laugh and just being here. I'm like those thoughts completely left me. So thank you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want to hug you. Oh, <laughs> but you are not alone in that no. struggle. I think yeah. all of us who work at home, we have those those moments and then you know how we process them and how we deal with them you know is different for everybody Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you want to tell us about your friend's story yeah of course sorry (laughs) no 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 no. i just i don't i don't want to push you to places you don't want to go so no please i am i'm an open book and that's why i'm try to get my message out there as much as possible and completely honest so my best friend we we went to high school together, and we kind of bonded more after high school. We became wives, we became mothers, and that's how we connected even more. Um, a lot of our friends in our groups, I don't know if you guys remember having your groups in high school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had our groups, and a lot of them left town. They went to college out of state um, or moved to California or moved to Ohio. So it was just me and her back in our hometown and I was only honestly I was only one of her friends who had who was her mommy friend and as you ladies know we all need our mommy friends we're the only ones that connect and get it you know um so she came to me for help and advice and vice versa so that's how we connected and there was even one point where we were pregnant at the same time um, I was in my third trimester versus she was in her first or second. Uh, and I have a photo of us having, holding our bellies together. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, that's a photo I'm going to cherish for the rest of my life. But unfortunately, she had that baby at 29 weeks. And it was, it was scary. She could have lost her life. The baby could have lost her life. But two years later, the baby, her name is Ellie, and she is thriving. So, yeah, yeah, she's doing great. But unfortunately, this experience with Sabrina took a toll and she started struggling with depression, um, started struggling with addiction to narcotics. I think it was pain medications. Um, And I had no idea. I knew things were bad. I knew that she was struggling with her relationship with her husband or, you know, just relationships in general. But she never, all she did was say, pray for me. And of course I did. And then the last time I heard from her was in November. And she took her life in March. 
Sorry, I'm going to cry. <laughs> but I had no idea. And the whole time I felt guilty. I felt like I should have seen the signs. Because there was at one point, we, we both kind of had our babies at the same time. And I remember her asking for some painkillers because you know, she wasn't healing fast as she would like. And of course, my conscience, and maybe that was me trying to save her, my conscience said no. I, so I lied to her. And she, I'm sure she knows now because she's up there going, <laughs> you lied. <laughs> but I confess, I lied to her. And I said, I don't have any, Sabrina, I'm sorry, but I love you and I'm here to comfort you. So, but unfortunately, I could, that was all I could do. So, yeah. <laughs> this was March of last year? Yep. March, yeah. to, March 1st was the one year and whew, that was a day. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So what did, what did that lead you to do then? You say you like to help moms yeah. um, go through the, you know, figure out the process. So what are you doing with that? Yeah. Well, so before that, I ended up getting PPD, having PPD myself, um, just grieving and then raising this newborn baby. The whole time I was just like, you're supposed to be here. You're supposed to be here comforting me and you're supposed to be that phone call away you know, that mommy friend who were your, I'm like, I'm stressing out. <laughs> and she's not there. So I became suicidal. And this was a six month journey through postpartum depression. And then I quit my day job. Um, well, let me backtrack. I ended up in the hospital for a psych- psychiatric evaluation after an attempt um, and a gun was involved. And that was the worst experience. Uh, they took everything from me and all I had, like, I couldn't have any visitors. So all I had was God and God said, Diana, I need you here. I need you here to spread awareness because there's not enough awareness. Um, I said, okay. But I said, I told him, how am I going to do this? Lord, I, <laughs> I got two kids. I got a full-time job. That's an hour away from home. What am I supposed to do? And I sat there after I got discharged a week later, I was in my office and I, I felt like God saying, quit. You need to quit your job. I said, Lord, you're crazy. <laughs> I, I can't quit my job. My husband required, you know, he depends on my income. He said, don't worry. I have you. Don't worry about this. I will protect you. I am, I am God. <laughs> right. So I quit and I started the podcast, the always with me podcast. And um, I'm sure you guys, I mean, Alexa, you're on boss moms. And there was one day where I went on there and I said, who wants to be my guest? I'm starting off and this is my message and this is my mission. Mm-hmm. Um, just in January alone, I got over 30 interviews done. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was exhausted. I'm sure yes. you were. <laughs> oh my gosh. The first day we did it, we did like three and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so tired. <laughs> Talking to is a huge mental drain. My gosh. <laughs> oh, wow. But I feel like it saved me in that way. Uh-huh. Maybe the Lord was like, you need to talk to this many people, not only to take, make a message out there, but to save you. And to hear all these stories has saved me in such a big way that, yeah, yeah I know, I have my moments, but... I think we all do. And that's um, something that I'm going to have to deal with for God knows how long, but, but for this show, 
Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, we all have our moments. In fact, I just told a friend of mine today, I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm diagnosing myself with seasonal depression because I feel like now that everything's green and the sun is coming out, I feel so much better. And like a few weeks ago, I was in a funk. Mm, <laughs> like the sun too. was not out and nothing was shining. Blue but um, we, I, we all, like I said, we all struggle with something, but um, you have been chosen with a big mission and I think you're rocking it though thank you so much yeah it's it's a lot of work but I I mean I know I went from a zero income oh no (laughs) 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 I went from a stable income to zero and there's a lot of times where I'm like Lord I I you're crazy (laughs) so how I'm gonna do this sometimes I don't know how I'm gonna pay our mortgage but Every time he's always like, I got you. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about it. I have you. And so I'm just rocking it. And not only have I done, so doing the podcast has inspired me to do other things. I'm going to write a book and hopefully Alexa can help me on that. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I'm also, which I'm so excited for, but I'm also launching a course for expected mothers um, here in Las Vegas hopefully maybe someday do online, but I want to start locally first. But if you, I thought about, have you ever always done the, the Lamas class and the, you know, the birthing class or all those baby prep class or even the hospital tour? There's nothing for postpartum depression. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like it's something, yeah, you'll get like a snippet on the birth in the birthing class. Like this is what postpartum depression is. And if you feel this way, call this number. (laughs) I don't even know that I got that much. (laughs) I think I got just like one little postcard thing that says, if you ever feel like you want to hurt your baby. And I was like, I never got where I wanted to hurt my baby or myself, but I definitely got the mommy blues. Yeah. Some people can't get out of those, which lead Mm -hmm. into that, but really I never thought about that postcards until today and my youngest is five. (laughs) So, you know, you know, well, I mean, that it's, it's a great point. There needs to be more awareness on the early side of it, on the preventive Mm -hmm. side and to give you those resources so that when you do get to that point and I was in Germany, I was stationed in Germany when I was pregnant with my first child and to the credit of the armed forces network and, um, and, uh, banners that are uh, billboards that I saw around, they had, um, a commercial that came on every once in a while. It was not about PPD, but it was about stress of a newborn. And it was always, it was a commercial about don't shake your baby. Don't shake your baby. And at the time when I was pregnant, I was like, what mom would shake her baby? But my son was born. We didn't know it. I wasn't producing enough milk. I was insistent on trying to breastfeed him. He, we were nursing round the clock. He was never getting enough milk because I wasn't producing it. And he was screaming all the time. And I remember one night about five days in, he's in his little bassinet. He'd finally gone to sleep. I crawl in the bed. I fall asleep. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> and I got up and I went over and I remember I grabbed him by the shoulders. This is not something I'm proud of. Grabbed him mm. by the shoulders. And in that moment, that commercial popped into my head mm. and I let him go. And I went to get my husband and I was like, you have to take the baby. 
because you know, yeah. I can't, I'm, I'm losing it. Go and get I some formula. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the night we gave him a bottle of formula and lo and behold, yeah. the child slept for like six hours and we were yeah. like, is he dead? What, <laughs> what, yeah. what, what happened? But, um, you know, that was, that. I think with postpartum depression, it's the same thing if you can if you can give people warnings and signs and tell them, yeah. you know, this, this is what's kind of normal to feel. And this is what's not. And right, be yeah. aware of, you know, if you get to this point, because it's no joke. I mean, it's no joke. Well, and add the hormones and everything on add top of hormones. it. And yes. Oh gosh. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. even, oh, just the hormones adding up to pregnancy <laughs> about the puking and I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband it's so funny ladies so uh, i'm cleaning out because spring is around the corner and i'm like does this mean i gotta pack up all the winter clothes <laughs> so winter like, you just said it's 90 degrees out yeah. there <laughs> so oh, what do you, do? I, do you I, go from your tank top to a bikini <laughs> <laughs> exactly yep yeah. might as well be it gets over over 100 over here oh my gosh oh uh, but I, I told my husband, I said, should we sell the girls' clothes? Because I thought I was done. Mm-hmm. He looks at me, he goes, I don't know. I'm like, are you telling me you want to? <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I told him, I was like, because my girls are 16 months apart. I said, you need to give me a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a minute, a like minute. two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was baffled because he was a guy who was, single guy who didn't want kids so that was the vision every all his friends had mm-hmm. and i'm thinking you want another one who right. is <laughs> but, i mean it's sweet and i'm just but i'm like i need a break first <laughs> yeah i need to breathe so, yeah do you guys I need remember- my c-section to heal exactly. <laughs> oh, yes do you guys remember when um i think it was brooke shields was on oprah talking about ppd and um, yes. and Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise was like, this is just a made up thing. You guys oh. don't need to be taking medication and all that kind of stuff. Um, that, yeah. You know, I think it's in a way that was kind of one of the best things that happened because then it really did bring more light to the whole topic of it. But I think, Diana, that you are uh, you're so correct. It's it's another one of those things that we still hold hush hush. And it's like yeah. we t- we. I think we give the impression that there's something wrong with women who don't bond with their babies or mm-hmm. get depressed ever after having a baby and all those kinds of things. Uh, what type, what are you doing? Um, you know, you have your podcast, which you, you told us you'd, about all your interviews, but you didn't really tell us what you were talking about. So you can tell us yeah. about that. And what other things, um, in addition to the course, are you blogging or getting other stuff out there for awareness? Yeah. So, the my t- tagline, I guess you could say, is called the struggles always with me, the struggles and joys of motherhood. Mm-hmm. So we share a lot of moms have gone through PPD and it's kind of funny because I'll I'll have a mom prep her, you know, and then she pops up and says, I had PPD. I was like, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. You know, because that's not her story per se, but mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of it. Some never had it, mm-hmm. but some maybe just a little bit. So it doesn't it's crazy. It could be from this much to this much, you know, and it's, it's my point to get out to moms out there is that you are not alone. We we're mothers, but we're more than just mothers. We're we're ourselves. You're Alexa, you're Aubrey, you're Diana. And, um, 
you know, I feel like that's a lot where we get into our darkness is that we forget about ourselves and we just kind of robot our, you know, what we're supposed to do. Um, so that's where the podcast lands is that we share stories of motherhood, good, bad, ugly, and let moms know that they're not alone. But as far as I'm doing a blog, I'm doing a vlog as well. I'm crazy. I don't know. These ideas <laughs> pop up in the middle of the night, and that's why I can't sleep. But I <laughs> Join to, the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like entrepreneur problems. But I tried the blogging, um, and I like to write um, just stories about what I went through and maybe stories, like things that I would have told Sabrina. Um. Um, so that's another one. The first one that I wrote was called Choosing Joy After a Tragedy. And it was pretty much how I got myself out of the darkness. Uh, and the same thing goes for the vlog. Uh, it's, I kind of just want to fuel everyone's senses, ears, sight, mouth. I don't know. <laughs> how do I do this with nose? No. <laughs> I don't think you can smell a vlog yet, but I'm sure that's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it smells like roses. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm doing that. And then as far as the, the class, it's more, my target is expected mothers. So I mm-hmm. want to educate them on how you would like, how to know you have it because, you know, you might not know. There's some moms still out there who don't even know yeah. um, what to do, who to call, pretty much how to prep. Like you can't, I can't say how to not have PPD because there's always going to be your hormones there. Um, but actually I just read a book called, man, where is it? This is not what I expected. And mm-hmm. I found it in the library just yesterday. It's really good. So anyone who's listening, look that up. It's a great book. But they just, read, they just wrote, it's a doctor who wrote it, said that there's no real science. There's not enough research to prove that it, it, PPD is the main cause for your hormones or hormones is the cause of PPD mm-hmm. because they've said that adoptive mothers had experienced PPD themselves. Wow. And fathers, right? That's what I said. Like, huh. who would have thought? And I don't know if they call it PPD because they're adoptive mothers, but you know, they do experience some kind of depression and then fathers themselves. So it's hard to say that hormones is the main causer, but mm-hmm. it's likely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, I don't want to go out there and say that if I give you all this information, you're not going to have PPD. No, right, right. it could happen. It, we don't know when it will happen. It can happen the day after birth or it can happen a year later. So that's really the goal for the class is to prepare our moms because how many times have we said, why didn't anybody tell me about this? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, and this is my gift to you. <laughs> so yeah, that's the goal. So are you planning on going um, to hospitals and, and pitching it as a live course as well? I hope so. The, yeah. ho- the thought of the hospitals kind of make me nervous because <laughs> yeah. I guess the, the denial or like, who are you? You know, I'm not a nurse. Although, you know, I have medical experience, I don't have any initials behind my name. I just have the experience. And I think maybe that's more meaningful versus a doctor who might not have never gone through it. Mm -hmm. Someone, I mean, I would rather learn it from somebody who knows exactly how it feels. 
Well, I would encourage you to at least ask because oh, yeah. um, I became really good friends with the nurses at the labor and delivery unit and the NICU mm-hmm. since I spent five weeks in L&D and then 12 <laughs> weeks in the NICU. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not an expert on grief or any of those things either, other than the fact that I lived it. And and mm-hmm. they're always like, oh, next time we do a training, you should come in and talk to our nurses about this and that. So yeah, they're, they're real interested in learning from people who awesome. have walked the walk. Um, but, oh, I was going to tell you, I totally think you should name your book, Things I Would Have Said to Sabrina. I was totally thinking that. I, I didn't want to interrupt because I was like, she should name her book that. Yes, I think I, love that. I think that would be beautiful. <laughs> yes. She does what she does. Yes. I was like, that would be such an excellent book name. And honestly, I was going to totally jack it if somebody didn't say that. Was, I was like, what I would have told so-and-so or. Oh, I love that. I'm right. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I won't jack it. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Just, she, this is why I have to hire her. She's amazing. <laughs> That's my jam. I love, yes. I love it. Love the book stuff. But um, um yeah. Oh wow. Gosh. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. I hope, like I said, I hope my laughs and my my spunkiness kind of cheers you up. So it does, yes. We um but so you have from, two children. How old are your children? Yeah, they're, my oldest is two, and she's two going on 16. Yes. <laughs> Wait until she becomes a three-nager. <laughs> Speaking of things nobody ever told you, three oh is far more than two. <laughs> yes. Three is two with experience. Yes, mm. yes. And she could talk back. At the, mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She does this. Um, so she has a bunny, and she does this whole, she drops it, and I'm like, just, you know, her name's Genevieve. I was like, pick it up. Because she gets mad, like, my body. And then she tries to, like, act like she can't pick it up. Like, like, like she's stiff. And then she goes, I can't get it. I can't. I'm like, girl, don't even with me. <laughs> so try to play that. I don't know if you guys' kids oh, did that. Yeah. But I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. But, oh. but yeah, then I have a 10-month-old who is on the verge of walking. Oh. So it's fun. It's fun watching them bond, and they love each other so much. Just last night, I said, Genevieve, do you love your sister? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> That's great because mine are five years apart, and they yeah. are, like, at each other from the time they wake <laughs> till the time they go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not fun. I finally just told them. Just work it out because I love you both and I'm not choosing. Just work it out. Fight yeah. if you have to. I don't care. <laughs> There's no, I can't have a favorite, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's, we're out. And then my five-year-old, I don't know how to deal with this, but she is lying. Oh, like, yes. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. And it's, it's not even to get herself out of trouble. It's just stories. Just anything. Yeah. Anything. Ugh. And I'm like, does she believe it in her head? Is she a little, I mean, what <laughs> do we have different personalities going on? <laughs> Sometimes I worry, like when she, my daughter talks to like, just herself. I'm like, is there a spirit in here? I wonder that too. The other day. Okay. So before daylight savings and it was still dark outside when we're eating dinner, right? Um, mm-hmm. My daughter starts talking to I don't know who like she's like she's waving at the window and she says no you can't come inside we're oh, eating oh. dinner now 
And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Turns out I think she's talking to her reflection, who she's, oh, decided, no. who she's decided is her new friend. But she's it scared me so bad. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm this no, those are just horror movies that doesn't yeah, really yeah, happen. There's not really is somebody on the outside of the house that my daughter says, hey, you can't come in right now. We're eating dinner. I'm like, you are That's crazy though. That's oh all crazy. I mean, we are crazy, but she's like, "Mommy, my friend wants to eat dinner with us." I'm like, "What friend? That one?" And I'm like, "Tell your friend to leave." I don't have enough food. Sorry. But then you know, she was she was a twin, and her twin sister passed away. So sometimes yeah. I wonder oh. about that as well. Yeah, I kind of believe in that stuff, though. Yeah. So. She's been talking about Catherine a lot lately, and I have slowed way down in my talking about Catherine, so uh-huh. it's kind of weird how that's happening. But well, maybe that's why, because you slowed down, yeah. and she's th- she don't want to, I don't know, not a doctor, but. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hmm. Well, I think, um, I don't, I, I hate to go back to the heavy topic, but I think it's really important that we do talk about this. Um what would you suggest if there is someone who's gotten to the point where they feel like hurting themselves? What, what can they do? What mm. can someone who's listening try to identify as triggers of someone trying to hurt themselves and how, yeah. how can we help? Yeah. Well, that's hard. That's a hard question because with me, I was too embarrassed to tell everybody. Mm. And with my husband's, with my husband, I did it passively, to be honest, because I didn't want to tell him, I'm going to off myself. Yeah. I wanted him to save me. And so there was times where I have attempted and maybe passively hinted, like, I'm going to do it. Like, please save me, you know. Sorry, I might cry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, if you are feeling that way, please either call the suicide hotline and I don't have it on my head right now, but the, I called mine when I first, or I called the suicide hotline when I first experienced those thoughts and did it make me feel better? Completely. Obviously not since I still struggle with depression, but it made me stop thinking about that gun. Mm. So I highly suggest the minute you started feeling those don't think it's nothing. Don't think it's just baby blues. Don't think it's out of your frustration because we all get frustrated with our kids. It's, it's nature. <laughs> we ain't perfect. But start, call, start off with doing, calling suicide hotline. And then if you have, this is my, I'm telling you this because I, this is what I did. If you have insurance, contact your insurance. Tell them what is what do you have for mental health? And they will tell you. They'll connect you with that department, and they will find you a therapist. Mm-hmm. And so they did that for me. Um, I found a therapist. I saw her that week, and it helped kind of lessen those thoughts, right? But, of course, my stubborn self was like, you know, I'm, I can't afford to see you all every week because of work. So my thoughts kept coming back. And... I started seeing my therapist more and I'm telling her, Hey, I'm having any suicidal thoughts. And then I told her I ended up in the hospital and she goes, that's it. We're sending you to psychiatrist. You'll see her. Can you see him today? I said, well, I can't see him today, but I have, cause I have to go back to work, but I'll see him tomorrow. And 
he saw me. I told him how I was feeling, and he said, this is definitely postpartum depression. we got to put you on some medications. Um, and let it be known, ladies who are listening, the medications, there's nothing wrong with medications. However, it may not work that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why we have anxiety medications. But um, there's nothing wrong with you. One meds may not work. This med might work. We have to keep trying. Just like any other medication, we have to keep trying. You cannot give up on yourself. It's not you. It's just we're human and we have systems, maybe different hormones, different, I don't know, <laughs> insights. <laughs> but um, so I did that and then I started getting better, but I also was still anxious. Yeah. So I looked at my environment. Okay, what is causing me the most stress? Why do I still feel anxious? It's because I was still working full time an hour away from home and being a mom. And that's when God was like, you got to quit your job to save your life. You have to. So I know that maybe some moms out there may not have that opportunity. Um, But look at, try to look at your environment and know that it's so important, so important to see your therapist and your psychiatrist because those two go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You can't just see one or the other because it's not going to work. Um, your therapist is there to help you emotionally and figure out, you know, try to dig out that onion or, un, you know, unveil that onion in you. Because for me, I struggled with depression as a kid. So we kind of kind of had to go deep into postpartum depression um, because apparently it was more than that. And then your psychiatrist is there to help you fix what's wrong in your brain. So, you know, the medical imbalance and things like that. Um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not no doctor, but that's strongly why I feel that it's so important, so important to see two instead of just one. So. Yeah, that's a great point. I looked up the mm-hmm. National Suicide Prevention oh, Lifeline great. number, and it's one 800 273-8255. You can find that easily by Google's, Googling suicide hotline. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I want to um, bring back to your point about the insurance because yes, um, most people who are working full-time and covered by health insurance, most health insurance providers will um, cover six to, six to 12 mm-hmm. visits a year um, mm-hmm. and they can get that extended if um if if your doctor thinks you need more so perfect yeah sorry i was gonna say they also um offered me a a nurse who contacted me weekly and um and and checked in with me asked me how i was doing asked me you know and and that was completely free and it was just over the phone a nurse that blue cross set me up with to check in on me good i was gonna say i think like i know here locally there are free um groups because like if you don't have insurance Mm -hmm. don't think that just because you don't have insurance there are programs and people who do it there are therapists here who i know like do family counseling and stuff pro bono so oh good you know maybe you just i don't know when you're in that mindset you may not want to google it but (laughs) you can get somebody you know to help you you can find you can find help it's definitely out there it's just maybe not right in front of our face like it should be Right. And it's so like so important to let all our listeners know that if you're feeling this way, there's nothing to be ashamed ashamed about. Absolutely not. Right. Get on that Google, get on that suicide hotline, get your help. Because we 
and this is how I realized that I need to do my class. I can't, my podcast, when I did my podcast, I realized that I don't know who's out there listening. I don't know who's out there either in the midst of their depression or just getting out. So that's why I have to get at the source and that's expected mothers. Mm-hmm. Not to say that we can't help all the mothers going through it now, but, you know, try yeah. to decrease what's going on because it's an epidemic, you know, yeah. I, yeah. and it shouldn't be. I have no, I don't know personally, but I've heard of many moms who lost their life from it and it's got to stop. So right. I think it kind of yeah. goes back to as moms, we want to wear that cape and be the superheroes, yeah. but um, we have to not feel guilty for taking time for ourselves. I mean, we can't keep, we can't say that enough. And, you know, I know we all feel guilty for saying, Oh, I need five minutes away from my kids. You know, um, my daughter's sick and I'm like, please don't breathe on me. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. that's okay. I'm not a nurse. I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't have those nurse intuition, but we have to not make people feel guilty about taking some me time and some mental health time and recoup. Yeah, because yeah. you can't be a good mother at all if you're not here to mother your yes. children. Yes. So, yeah, I just want to really, really say if you know of anyone who may be struggling um, or if you are struggling, please reach out for help. And where can they find your podcast? Yeah. So I am on iTunes and Stitcher, or you can find it on um, iPod, iPad apps on your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, just search Always With Me. Or you can find me at alwayswithme.org. And all my information will be on there as well as Sabrina's story and her beautiful picture. So, <laughs> yeah. well, Thank you so well, much for sharing your own personal story. And yes, absolutely. Purpose. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I've, I know Alex and I have to reschedule a few times, so I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag right. mom life. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. Aubrey, did you want to say something? I cut you I off just, again. It was great talking to her. This was not, you know, it's a pretty day, but, um, it is a pretty day, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, Alexa, if it's snowing over there, is it? No, thank goodness. That's oh, good. But it's just 30 degrees outside, which is not <laughs> what we South Carolinians are equipped to deal with. So. No. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much, Diana. I really appreciate your time and your candidness. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. (laughs) Have a great day. You too. Thank you so much for listening to this very important episode. You can find out uh, the links to what we talked about today at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 84. Please seek help if you need help. Please, please, please don't be afraid. No one is going to judge you. There are people who love you. You are not alone. And if this is a message you think that someone you have in your life needs to hear, please share it with them. And uh, don't try to be the super mom. This is not the time. Thank you so much, Diana. Thank you, Aubrey. And um, we hope that you all will, will take something from this and live bravely.